Warning, warning, there are some cheeky words in this. From the kitchen table, this is Gate Closed Panic. satisfying feeling. It was pretty it? satisfying and I put it all up in like under 15 minutes. You did what? I put, put it all away. Up, all on the line. line. In under 15 minutes. That's good. Which is I'm right. fine with washing it and hanging it out. It's the folding and putting oh, it away. Yes, thank you. That was the most satisfying thing I've ever heard anyone say. I'm I hate so it. so bad at it. I hate it. I will die under a pile of my clothes. I would rather clean the house than do that for some reason. Me too. Yes. I get like this. I get people to come over to my house because once there's someone else in the room, I think it's a lot easier. I can totally understand that. So Alicia's got understanding. She'll put it away. Right. She just knows. I just say, look, I'm just sorry. I just can't do it. That's love. There's some things that you just... You just can't do it. That's what I'm looking for in a partner. Somebody will fold my washing. You need that. It's important. Because what happens if you and I ever end up together? That'd be horrific. You would just have to find a whole bunch of the same thing and just wear them and burn them. <laughs> burn them? Well, because none of us are going to wash them. There's this dystopia in which you and I have a relationship. I know. Well, it's a hellish one by the sounds of it already. <laughs> already it's a nightmare. Yeah. First things first, you might have noticed we've been out of action for a few weeks and I'm really sorry about that. I've been working full time and running this on my own, obviously, and three different guests have postponed, so I just haven't been able to get an episode together. But I'm working on grant applications at the moment so that I can afford not to work quite so much and spend a little more time with you guys. And I've also got a bouquet of really lovely people lined up for the next few episodes, so hopefully we'll be smooth sailing for now. As usual, though, if you know somebody I should interview, please reach out to me on my Instagram or Facebook. I really appreciate it. This week is a bit new and different, and I'm excited to see how it goes down. Late last year, I was at a friend's 30th, and this week's guest, Alex Haley, started telling me about a girl, Alira, who she was working with in this really colourful and loving detail about how incredible Alira was at her job and how much Alex liked her, how Alira had started using Alex as a soundboard for her work questions, and how they'd both been able to debrief with each other when things at work were hard. This to me felt like a really relatable example of how valuable it is to have someone at work that you trust and also how we find mentors or become mentors. So I asked them to come on as guests together because I thought it'd be nice to hear their dynamic with each other and hear them talk to one another about what their relationship gives them rather than just to me. Their candor with each other and the way they both seem to bubble up with excitement when they're agreeing or really even disagreeing on something is really nice and really funny to listen to. It's clear that they trust and respect each other. And as we've spoken about in so many episodes before now, there are a few other things at work that make it a good place to be than the people that you're working with. All right. It's happening. 
We're gonna do it. We're doing I'm already it. recording. Maybe. I've been recording oh, for right. ages. Yeah, oh great! It's me gonna upload that shit about my mom, <laughs> and you're gonna blackmail me. You did not. As I came into this room, you did, I was unaware for the record that you were already recording. No, I'm not gonna put this, this stuff okay, about your Alira, mom. This is one on one. Protect yourself from. Moving forward, this kind of journalism, journalism. <laughs> 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 How am I going to interview you now? And I've got to turn the air conditioner off. I feel very hot and overwhelmed. It's true, I have. It's just that it makes people awkward when you're like, and rolling. okay. Yeah. yeah. So I just do it while you guys are talking and to each other. And then you just like edit all the shit out. And all this, the grace, for instance. <laughs> Beautiful. This will go. Stuff about your mum will probably go too. That would be very... handy. We were talking about birth control while it was on, so oh, that, uh-huh. that goes. Excellent. Yeah. Where your stance is on birth control. Um. Okay, so. Alright. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. You want to go first? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. So just... Tell me who you are and what you do, okay. and then we'll go from there and I'll prompt you. Okay, excellent. Well, my name is Alex Haley, and I predominantly work in stage management and production coordination in the arts sector, I suppose. Nice. It's a nice sort of broad umbrella um, that I normally, uh, at the moment, predominantly been theatre-based mm-hmm. and festival-based, arts festival. Yeah. I find that theatre... Theatre's a really great place to start in, I think, because yeah. you can kind of, there's a lot of room to wriggle in terms of skill obtaining, I feel. Yeah. So I've enjoyed it. Mm. Yeah. Um, so just kind of starting wherever you think is natural, tell me about um, when you first started thinking about work or career or something that took your yeah. interest that might have become that. Well, for me, I'd never finished high school. So I was like a complete just dirtbag in terms of put my mum through hell like when I was a teenager yeah not particularly unsurprising once you've had a conversation with me but from I left high school in like the beginning of year 11 so I only completed year 10 and then just thought fuck it this is just the structure of it wasn't didn't work for me um back then so I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do just for making money, let alone something like coupling that with enjoyment and enrichment, that seemed completely unattainable. So then I started saving and I went overseas to Prague for two years and lived over there. How did you save? I worked in a bar from 17, just pulling beers and getting into trouble. And it took me years to save, as you can imagine, being young and a bit of a rat bag. Um, and then I think I went over when I was like 19 mm-hmm. and came back, spent my 21st birthday over there and stuff and then came back. And I think that experience just cracked me open, I think, in terms of, sounds so cliche, doesn't it, actually, when you hear that. But it's okay. But do you know what I mean? It's like, just the truth sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Seeing that there are things that are so much bigger, I, I guess, especially in terms of Adelaide as well. Mm-hmm. And then I came back and I was like, shit, I'm going to... Like, do I want to be a dropkick forever yeah. or do I want to, you know, because it's difficult if you feel like you're capable of more, but you just haven't found your footing yet. Mm. And so that really then set me on the kind of track and 
I initially wanted to study technical production so I could work in mainly like sound for bands and music but um, I didn't get in just due to high demand numbers in the course and then I got into this, this thing called stage management and I had no clue no clue I'd like I think I'd, I don't even think I've ever even seen a live play that was outside of shitty high school drama fuck do you know what I mean so yeah. I was like oh well like I'll do it for a year yeah and then I'll transfer and then like I turned up day one not having a clue what this diploma was even about <laughs> and then over the course of like the kind of the, the year I was like oh shit this all of the things about me that I had no place to put like being annoyingly organized annoyingly on time a little bit anal retentive all could be funneled into a job <laughs> holy shit hallelujah yeah, yeah yeah totally and I think that's plus also like I did a secondment for a windmill theater company and I started working with them and they're just amazing mm. they're absolutely insane we talented group of individuals. Is this after you'd finished the course? No, this is while I was still studying. This yeah. is like my second year, I mm-hmm. think. I was lucky enough to do work on Pinocchio, their musical. Mm-hmm. And being told that you were really good at something too was like a feeling that I hadn't had ever before. Mm-hmm. And that was, I think, what really made me start going, holy shit, this could be like actually a big thing. Yeah. And then from there it just grew. I just mm-hmm. fell in love with the whole scene, mm-hmm. really. So when you were leaving the course, was it yep. two years? Three years. Three years. So yeah. when you were leaving the course, were you walking straight into something? Yeah, I was quite fortunate from um, working with Windmill and doing a couple of secondments. They sort of employed me to do the tours of the shows that I'd seconded on. Like, yeah. So I got to go to Melbourne and that was work at MTC and like that was a pretty you know big deal for me and Mm -hmm. then state theatre I got to do a big three-month tour around Australia while I was still studying so by the time I left I'd kind of done some good networking and I was quite lucky enough to actually go straight from studying and into work so Mm -hmm. I haven't had to work any other jobs thankfully since studying yeah I've just kind of kept annoying everyone and, and and showing up and you know, sometimes you have to take jobs that aren't financially as viable but you're really passionate in. Yeah. And that's excellent too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah weighing that up. Absolutely. So you are now? At the moment I'm with State Theatre Company. Mm-hmm. We're doing an education show called Terrestrial mm-hmm. that was written by Fleur Kirkpatrick and that's a new one, a mm-hmm. brand new show. Um, and that's a uh, it's got two cast members in it, and then we take that around for about a month to all regional schoolings, mm-hmm. which is excellent. I really love doing those kind of shows because, you know, like we're going out to Lee Creek, and it's it's not often that they'll get any form of live theatre or bands or any form of kind of something that's – like because it's just not really profitable, Yeah, but it's important, so important. Yeah. For the 40 kids that will get to see it and they've never seen anything like it and mm. there's been a few kids that have seen the education shows and they had never seen a theatre show ever mm. and then they got really excited about that did a lot of research and ended up you know doing the directing course at Flinders or you know or yeah. kind of auditioning for Flinders or AC Arts and shit that's awesome yeah absolutely. yeah it's like small things that can completely shift 
the whole internal direction you thought that you were going in, you know, like getting into some shitty course I'd never heard of has, you know, like completely changed me as a human being. Yeah. Because with that comes all the people that you meet, you know, and... Which I think is probably a good time to handball over to you yes so do you we'll we'll kind of come back to kind of where Alex had gotten to yeah but let's just start with you so do you want to introduce yourself and who you are and what you do so my name is Amira McKenzie and I am the production trainee at the State Theatre Company mm-hmm. nice uh, so I'm just going to ask you similar things to Alex so mm-hmm. when did you first start kind of taking an interest in something that be- maybe became work so I look it's a kind of similar to Alex. Yeah. We're both fakers. Yeah. We, <laughs> I literally needed a job. Yeah. And this, and then this, um, I'd done a little bit of like a secondment thing mm-hmm. at the art gallery and I just like, it was for their Tanandi festival mm. and my friend was like, you should do it. You should just volunteer and do it. And so I volunteered to do it and they were like, you're really good at it. Thanks for doing this. You should look into, um working in the theatre and, like, doing production stuff. And I was like, oh, great. And this is all, like, during year 12. Oh, right, yeah. Year 12's not going well. I know I'm not, I know I'm not going to finish. Kindred spirits, you and I. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, and my parents were like, you have to do it. I was pressured into doing it. I was yeah. like, look, I'm not going to finish. Very, I probably won't finish, so I've got to look for, like, a traineeship. Yeah. Apprenticeship, something yeah. that I can just, like, do for a year mm. to get into doing something so I'm not sitting at home doing nothing. What about year 12 or what about school in general wasn't working for you? So in year 12, my parents had decided to, well, my mum and her um, business partner had decided to invest in a hotel. Uh-huh. And it was like a small, tiny hotel yeah. on Franklin Street and it was like for international students. Yeah. And they did not have enough money and it went down fast. <laughs> and I was just there for the sinking of the ship. Um, and it was and I and it was like I was doing the dishes until like twelve o'clock at night. It was just like just like I was like, I'm not gonna finish at twelve. I'm not gonna finish it because I'm not motivated enough to do yeah. it and because I'm also doing the dishes until like ten, eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, okay. And it just and then it just went horribly wrong. <laughs> but in the midst of that, I went for an interview at the State Theatre Company mm. and I was interviewed by, like, the CEO of the company, Whoa. the head of stage management and production – the head of production management and the artistic director. How many job interviews had you done before this interview? Zero. Oh. So I had, well, I had to do an initial interview to yeah. like weed out people and then it went to like the second interview and that was it. So I ended up, so I went to like Sean's kitchen and all I could afford was like a tiny cappuccino. So I sat there with like a cappuccino for an hour. And I went through like every question that they, I thought they were going to ask me. Mm. And then I went into the interview and I was actually like, it's pretty hard to come up with questions that they're going to ask like, prove out a job. You don't know what it is. <laughs> you don't know what it is. I also didn't really know You didn't know what, know know what, what the job was. It was like, I was like, it was in the theatre. So I was like, sweet, I can work in the theatre. Oh, good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's a good and, attitude and I really did not I didn't do any drama I didn't want to be an actor I was like anything that's not acting cool yeah 
you know? Yeah. And so I went into the interview and I was like pretty chill. I was like easy to talk to. Mm. I was like, just don't panic, Lyra. Mm. That's like the main thing. I was like, just don't panic. And they and like I like picked out what I was gonna wear, like I went through like I was like it's like meticulously thinking yes. about it all. Yeah. And then the next day they called me back and they were like, You got the job. The next day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was then living with like my mum mm-hmm. and like four housemates in this like house together. It was like it was such a weird situation. Yeah. And then at the same time we were living in this house, I started going out with this boy and I was, and then I got this job and then it like really, it, it, def, it changed my life because I don't think I would have gotten, I was going to go into like fashion design or, and I cannot sew. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, imagine if I did that. Like, that would have been a hard <laughs> skill to try to fake, I think. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, trying to fake that, I would have gone into, like, down that path. Right, okay. But at the same time, I knew that I couldn't really go to university because I would have to, like, work at coffee shops yep. and then do university, and that's something that I really did not want to do. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a practical response, really, as well. Yeah, it really was. It was yeah. like, if, if I don't get this, mm. I'm going to be working my butt off for the next five to ten years yeah just trying to study yeah and so and I didn't know what I was going to study either Mm. really I was just like going into I got the call for that fashion job I actually got into the course the day that I got my like that I got told that I got the job and I was like sorry can't I've got this job and it felt you felt more compelled to take the job that you have now definitely Definitely. Even though you weren't really sure what it was? Yeah. Or did you know by the end of the interview? Oh, no, I did not know. <laughs> okay. It was just like, awesome, great. And it's like, yeah, it was just the strangest experience. Yeah. Because now I know all those people and I did not know who any of those people mm. were in that interview. Didn't do any research about, like, who I was getting interviewed by. Honestly, it's probably for the best. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to work out, like, the dynamics as well yeah. of, like, the people in the room. Yeah. At the same time, but they seem to really like me. And yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah. Okay. And asked back later, why did you choose me? Mm. And they were like, you, you were the only person that could hold up a conversation. That's great. And yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Because it was like, they were asking, you know, graduates, recent graduates to go and for the interview. And yeah. so it wasn't people that were already in the arts. Mm. So it was really beneficial because then I got to learn and they knew that I wasn't faking anything because yeah. I really did not know. Like, they asked me, have you seen any shows? And I was like, yeah, I've seen one show. I, like, saw a show with David Suchet in it. And I'm like, did you like it? Like, my friend just had tickets. I was like, and I was like, I did not like it. And they were like, okay, cool. Neither did I. I was like, great. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I feel like I would find that extremely charming. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, so I've gone into this job. Yeah. And so I've, for the first year, it was like, I did a couple of shows. I did two shows in a, as an ASM, mm-hmm. assistant With- stage manager. Okay. And I was also learning at TAFE. So me and Alex did the same course. Mm. So we're doing the same course and it's um, live production and services. Does not Hence sound. you not knowing what it was when you went into well, the course. Well, it was called something different. different. So yeah, they keep changing. Live and stage management and live okay. technical yeah. production. Yeah. So it's now called live, live 
production and services. Okay. Which does not sound like anything that we do. Yeah. 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 So I've been doing that and I've been learning how to do, like, you've got to be able to do, like, lighting and sound, Mm. technical stuff, which I don't understand at all. And I'm in my third year and I'm still, like, I've got no idea what's going on. Okay. Um, And the stage management component. Which you feel more comfortable with? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I've done... I did two shows in the first year of State Theatre Company and then I've done another two in the second year and now I'm in my third year with State and I'm about to go into Brothers Rec as, a, as the ASM and then I was just recently assistant director on After Dinner. Wow. Yeah, so I've really just like asked to do lots of different things yeah. and they really encouraged me to like just because they've got the facilities for me to ask if I can be like, oh, I want to have a go at directing. So they're like, okay, you can assistant direct a show. That's great. Yeah, so I did a couple of little shows. Like they did a, a co-production with the orchestra mm-hmm. here. And so I, I assistant directed that with Corey McMahon. Wow. Who also directed After Dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this comes around a little bit to what you were saying, Alex, about theatre being a really good place to learn. A real diversity of yeah. skills. Yeah. The mm. opportunities are there if you want to – you can easily switch lanes, yeah. I think, if you're willing to just yeah. throw your hat in the ring and yeah. give it a go. I think also, like, longevity of being able to facilitate and make work mm-hmm. in the arts, it's important to be able to wear, I think, many hats. Yeah, I can imagine. And to be able to, to shift. Yeah. Plus, it's more fun. Then you don't get stagnant and yeah. bored, I think. Complacency can be a big thing in the arts. Some people work in venues and stay in the venues for like twenty years in the mm. same role, and the, you know they see just thousands of shows a year, and yeah. they're all the same, and you know. So yeah, it's it's funny. Um, the a couple of the women that I've interviewed previously have had this sort of attitude that after say X number of years in a job, once they've learnt the job and become proficient mm. in it, they just have to leave Absolutely. and do another job. Mm. And I think by the sounds of what you guys are talking about you would suffer less from that because your job itself is just yeah. naturally changing yeah so you much. learn on every show that you do you learn something new absolutely because yeah. you know um, even if it's in the same role mm, you learn yeah something new when you're working with new people mm. usually mm. yeah yeah i think because i do i freelance so that means i can move around between companies right okay interstate and do all that sort of stuff and also get to work on arts festivals mm-hmm. you know in a coordinating role as well so that's a completely different ballpark altogether but yeah, yeah you just you're, you're with new people every few months too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and there's also each show is a brand new topic of human behavior to analyze too yeah. so once you start unpacking that and in the room even if you're in a, a production role or a management role you're mm-hmm. still invited to be a part of all the conversations that are surrounding unpacking the work that you're about to undergo. So that's important to collaboratively for every... I mean, there's some production people that don't like that. They just kind of want to turn up and be their intended position, and that's Mm -hmm. cool too. But I think it's better if you kind of 
get in the mix a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably kind of a good point at which to get you guys to talk a little bit about your relationship with one another so that this doesn't just remain like an abstract conversation (laughs) between the three of us. (laughs) Totally. Um, So, Alex, do you want to tell me a little bit about when you first met Alira? Well, when was that? That I was working on a show. You were doing things I knew to be true. Was it that one? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I was working on a show and met Elira and then I instantly knew that I'd get along with her because she was a complete bullshit artist. Like, I, was, <laughs> yeah. I was like, she has no, no clue what she's, she doesn't even know where, where she is or what's, <laughs> yeah. what's going on. Nah. Kindred spirit. Absolutely, and I like that. I like yeah. that. I've taken many jobs by saying, yeah, absolutely, I'm a chef. <laughs> Couldn't even make soup. So, you know, I could... Sense that she was full of shit, and I liked yeah. that. Yeah. But full of shit and willing to work hard yeah. and to learn. Yeah. Um. So we instantly got along pretty well, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could tell that she was pretty feisty too, which is what I like. And just, I I just remember one, like it was probably the second day I met her, I was getting her to help me make paper props, so we're making these envelopes and. I'm pretty methodical when it comes to props and or, you know, just things looking as authentic as possible and attention to detail on anything, whether it's big or small. And so I got Alira to cut out some stamps <laughs> and um, oh she God. was like, she cut them out and I was like, no, 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 I need you to cut like around the little ridges. And she was like, are you, are you being serious? And I was like, I'm being fucking deadly serious man she was like oh my god who are you i was like this is happening man it was just like instantly from that second day we were like bouncing off each other okay. and i was like no but it that's was like what... it was like a lot of stamps it wasn't, it wasn't like one individual stamp it was like there was like it was like at between... least a hundred <laughs> yeah oh my god this sounds like one so, of those horrible bosses type stories hey, but, but it's meant to be totally. a story of you two yeah. being such a good and dynamic pair totally and at one point <laughs> you know when i started somebody made me cut out a hundred stamps yeah. it's the right passage that is such it? a dad thing really... to say. <laughs> <laughs> totally. totally yeah uh what about you what's your perspective on that oh yeah I... be careful remember we still work together <laughs> i didn't actually remember the stamp thing Mm. I just completely until now, until right now. Down. and now I'm just like, oh yeah, I remember how much I hated doing that. <laughs> no, this is what you said. I'd hate to see your house then, and then we're cutting them out. I was like, less talk, more stamp cut. <laughs> really aggressively cut those stamps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I now understand why I had to do it. But yeah. I did not at yeah. the time. Um, <laughs> Um, so we were, the first time I met you, we were, we had to cut up, uh, buns. So oh, yeah. We had to cut up those Baker's Delight buns. Yeah. And that, that's what we do. We have buns, uh, the first day of rehearsals mm. and everybody from the company basically comes along and introduces themselves. So it was the first day of that show and Alex was the ASM and Mel was the stage manager and she was my boss. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cause she works with she worked she worked at the time for the company mm. so i had to go to her for things and so i was mel's like go and uh see alex and i was like alex and she's like you'll know her when you see her <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alex. She's there. You were wearing, like, you had, like, crazy blonde hair, I think, at the time. Bleach. Yeah. yeah. Bleach. Yeah, that's not yeah. about right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I was just like, wow, she's really cool. Yeah. That's all I, that's all I have. That's a time. good. That's a good first impression. Great, right? yeah. It's a lot better than I thought it would be. Yeah, but Alia and I, we also did last year. We did a um, a show together that the same education show, which mm. tours around. So yeah. we then got to go on tour together. Yeah, which was Alia's first tour, and that was a lot of fun. We <laughs> pretty much spent the entire time in the car together, driving. Yeah, and me not understanding a word that she was talking about because there's like there is like a, an age gap here. Yeah, yes, yeah. That that. <laughs> Her talking about people on YouTube, I have no... How old are you, Alex? I'm 29, and so, Lyra, how are you now? 19. 19. So, there's a good... <laughs> 10 there's years. A good little gap there. Yeah. yeah. That sometimes feels like 10 years, and sometimes, sometimes. it feels like 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that your first work together? Mm-hmm. It was our first direct doing a show together. together. Yeah, yeah, right. Actually, yeah. it felt... But we had it's because I was in the room for pretty much all of the time. All the other shows, right. all the shows that Alex did with State, because I was just like learning off of all of the other ASMs. Yeah. For mm. every show. Okay. And usually Alex gets um, put on the shows that don't have ASMs on them. Mm-hmm. So I usually help her out because you did Red Cross letters that didn't have an ASM. No. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. And so that's how we really got to know each other. I think with that show because you were like, oh my god, I don't know what. I, like, yeah. You're like, oh my god, there's so much thing to do. So yeah. yeah, and then I helped you out a lot with that, and then we did the Ed show together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So tell me a little bit about that. Then what the experience was like for the two of you. Um, it was a challenging show for yeah. a few reasons, but yeah. we had a cast member that had to pull out mid mid tour. So we had to then come back to Adelaide, re-rehearse, and then go back out on the road. Far out. Um, which yes. is never easy and never mm. good for everybody involved. But, you know, things happen. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a really good tour, I think, for mm-hmm. us to – and plus for Alira to get the experience of, of touring with mm-hmm. a show. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's fun and sometimes absolutely boring. You know, the – monotony of it and mm-hmm. yeah that was a really good learning thing I noticed with Alira stepping up yeah. to to the next kind of level in your yeah kind of comprehension of the the role and things mm-hmm. like that which yeah. is really great yeah yeah, yeah. definitely it's good with Alira though because we can get stroppy with each other and then it's all all it's, good. it's all good it's almost like a it's like a sister like, yeah kind of thing where yeah. I'll be like Dude, you could do better, and you'll be like, I'm doing it, and I'm like, I'm being hard because I know you could do, you know, mm, really yeah. good. Let's, let's yeah. do it. But it obviously works for you guys, the dynamic between mm-hmm. the two of you. Yeah. So, what came after that then? Have you worked together since the tour? No. No. But we, I guess but we became friends mm. with doing that. Yeah, mm. yeah. So just out of that heightened experience. Yeah. yeah. And just. It was pretty stressful. At it the was time. very stressful, and Ali- yeah, Alira was a good, a really, really excellent support for me. Mm. You know, just asking how I was going and mm. things like that, and mm. the car rides home were yeah. kind of like our therapy. Yeah, for yeah. each other. Yeah, and- it was actually really good. And then we, because we we drove for the first part of the tour because it worked in a different way than usual. We went out first, and then we did the Adelaide season. season. Yeah. 
so we went out to the rural towns and then uh, did the Adelaide season, which was a little, it was more difficult, but it meant that we could like do that hour and a half trip to wherever we were going together in the car and yeah. talk about what was going on. Yeah. Hour and a half trip back. And it was that kind of di- – it was really useful for us to yeah. get to know each other, the especially when we were going to have to spend, like, three months or, like, together. together. Yeah. Totally. Mm. Plus, Aaliyah's got a really great sense of humour, and that's something that I absolutely cherish and worship mm. in other human beings. So pretty much we just laugh together <laughs> yeah. all yeah. the time. Yeah. Even if it, things are so bad, we'll make a joke, and then it will be – Ugh, it's like just a, make it. It's like cathartic for us to yeah. just be able to take the piss, have a laugh, and yeah. Then, mm. And I think we both, out of that experience, we learnt a lot about how to deal with people, yeah, and yeah. how to deal with the situations, especially for me, mm. how to deal with certain situations if I'm going to go into stage managing, and just like how to deal with that because that won't be the last time that I'm going to have to. Do that. Yeah, how to yeah. manage people and, and yeah. the complexities of people's personalities and yeah. their personal lives too. Yeah. Like yeah. Stage management very much is a mm. is a role where predominantly you are managing people's mental states. You know, yeah. like State Theatre Company, Gabby Hornhart, who's their deputy production manager, mm. facilitated this really fantastic day that we did maybe six months ago or probably a bit longer, but it was like a first aid training course, oh, but it was yeah. for mental health. So the whole uh, of the company had to go, mm-hmm. mandatory, like the office staff. And then every uh, contracted stage management for the whole year mm-hmm. had to go and attend this this whole day course on um, mental health first aid training. Yeah. yeah, which was really great. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that is such a thing. Yeah. It's huge. And mm-hmm. just also... Uh, in stage management, like you don't realize what you absorb of other people's yeah. stuff that yeah. you find that you take home with you. Like um, definitely, that, that tour especially was really difficult for us. We were coming home, kind of <laughs> broken. Yeah, you know, still holding on to it all. Yeah. yeah, and we were. Yeah. So yeah, learning how to how to mm. shake that off at the end of the day is really yeah. really important, and mm. everybody's got their own ways of doing it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I've learned a lot, especially during that, like how the rituals that you need to get into, yeah. for me, when you walk out of that building, when you drive home, do you need to listen to a podcast, like a funny podcast, do you need to like call someone and just like see what their day's been like, Yeah, something not in your work life. Yeah, to break yeah. you out of that break, world. Absolutely, because yeah. it's not just people that you're working with also sometimes the content of, of yeah. the, the shows are yeah. really difficult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah themes and it can be triggering mm-hmm. and some of them can be triggering and you had no clue that that was going to be something that yeah. kind of started to unravel yeah. something for you, you know? And you're trying to maintain your professionalism exactly. all the while. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting when I was, before you guys got here today, and I was kind of making notes and tweaking my normal interview to kind of accommodate this conversation, one of the things that I had written down was essentially 
splitting the conversation into your work life and your working relationship, but then also what that relationship gives you personally. Mm. But by the sounds of the kind of work that you guys do, that's a very hard thing to break apart because if, you know, part of what you guys give each other as a working relationship is just debriefing as people at the end of the day. And it sounds like that's a lot of what's valuable about Mm. it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, also just having another person that's got your back yeah yeah not just professionally but also personally like you know we're very good pals so there's not anything that we kind of can't hash out with each other yeah and which is good because then again if we get annoyed at each other which we do (laughs) we can just get annoyed with each other talk it out yeah Yeah. and we're good you know like you know it's been like a few years since i've especially alira being so young too Mm -hmm. and going through you're kind of, yeah. holy shit, I'm going from a teenager into a young and woman. Done. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and most of the, all of my friends who are my age mm. don't work for a living. Yeah. They don't have that kind of like stress yeah. in their lives. Yeah. They all have like, they like work at like coffee shops or other things and <clears> then they go to uni and yeah. do uni work. Yeah. 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 yeah which has got to, I mean... I was thinking about it while you were talking and remembering the first kind of few years out of high school for me, which is, I'm 27, so it was a while ago for me as well, but just thinking about who I was when I was 17 versus when I was, say, 21 or something, such a radical change takes place, to, on top of that, also be in a career, essentially, yeah. and have all your friends doing something really different to you mm. must be a very strange it's experience. It's yeah. very weird sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I but, think we all ask but, a lot of Alira too, then forget what some people yeah, do. Yeah, pe- a lot of people I, are like, few, ask me to do things, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I cannot do that. There'll yeah. be times yeah. when <laughs> Alira's like, I, they want me to do this thing, and I don't want to do it. And yeah, I'm like, so, well, then you're not doing it. Let's go in and talk to yeah. them. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like... I'm like, let's remember. Yeah, yeah, because I am the only Aboriginal person that works at the State Theatre Company. Mm. There is no one else. I get a lot of questions about, like, the acknowledgements for the brochure and, like, things like that. And I sometimes have they, – they really do forget how old I am yeah, <clears throat> and how little experience I have with kind of, like, the – um, Aboriginal community in mm. South Australia because I'm not from South Australia. I'm from New South Wales. Yeah. So, and it's all of that kind of dynamics in there. And saying no as a trainee is hard. Yeah, absolutely. And I have <laughs> learned to say no. Yeah, because yeah. it's just such a massive responsibility being asked to kind of give the tick on something like that. Yeah, totally. Just really not and your job. And that's yeah. where we started having those conversations in the car or the yeah. and I talking about it. Yeah. yeah, and me getting instantly annoyed as like old. I was like, that's just yeah. not on. Yeah, so it was really good because people forget too, you know. Yeah, about the fact that you're a wee baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this feels like kind of a natural time to ask you a little bit about kind of what your relationship with Alex provides you with professionally. So it's a bit yeah. of an unusual dynamic in that often when you've kind of got a mentor type person, they're your direct. Boss. <laughs> Whereas yeah. you, I mean, you know, whilst you might kind yeah. of be allowed to boss her around sometimes, you're not 
tip. You're yeah. not a direct manager all the time. No, no. But you guys are still. And it's it's really good because sometimes I can't go to Gabby, who yeah. is my boss, and be like. Why have you made me do this? <laughs> or something weird that I'm like, I'm not sure about this. Like, not with Gabby, but like with other people in the yeah. company. And then to go to Alex and be like, you know, I just sometimes I just need to be like, is this something that is not okay? Mm. Like, is this something that is like a bit weird and I don't like feel okay with doing it? Yeah. I go to Alex and I'm like, this is so strange. Can you give me your thoughts on that? Yeah. And because Alex also doesn't work for the company, she doesn't have that, what's the word? Well, I'll just be straight with her pretty much. Yeah. Mm. We don't have a best in interest in. Well, I do, but even if I was a full-time human there, like, we're pretty straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah. With each other, yeah. 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 So I'm not going to, like, say something in order to maintain a sheen around something else. Right, yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're kind of like... Yeah, just blow it up, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For like, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think the only other thing I want to ask is, and this is just such a lazy question, but I always ask it: Is there anything about your kind of relationship with each other or the work that you guys do that I haven't asked you about that you feel like is really pertinent? Hmm. I'm. I guess I'm quite excited to see where it's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's something yeah. I I think about all the time, you know, where professionally we're both going to go and hopefully we can keep working together yeah. on things, you know. Yeah. Working freelance is great because if I, you know, kick it off with these this kind of yeah. a different company and they need more people, yeah. mm. you know, that's when you, you gather people yeah. that you work well with and that you, you yeah. want to continue working with. Yeah. And so that's a cool factor too. So I'm yeah. excited. I'm, hopeful and and excited that we can keep working together in the future and also age-wise to keep kind of progressing and also progressing up the chain too like we're like yeah we're young pups so yeah we're pretty young to for as far as the people that work there yeah go yeah yeah Mm. yeah and to have consistent work so (laughs) plus you know we're both quite driven so yeah it'll be definitely fun to see how many bridges we can burn yeah. <laughs> and rebuild. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Totally. What about you? Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And especially if I, if one of us goes into, like, production or, like, other things in the theatre and you get to that point where you get to choose who you want to work with. It's the most exciting thing. Yeah. yeah. And especially yeah. people that you can rely on and, Yeah. Also having a shorthand helps too because it's quite stressful and they can, you know, there's always time constraints on everything. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So having a shorthand with people is invaluable. Mm. Mm. And yeah, there's shorthand with a sense about of it. is <laughs> golden. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing. Absolutely. It, yeah, it really Gone is. cut those stamps in my Perfect. Yeah. All right, done. You yeah. guys did it. As usual, follow and like us on our social and rate us on iTunes. If you have any questions for me, Alira or Alex, just reach out to me. I'll be back in a fortnight, I promise. Until then, I've been Saren Bell. This has been Gate Clothes Panic. I will see you in two weeks. <laughs>